Welcome to Celestial Insights, a weekly podcast that brings the stars down to earth. I'm your host, astrologer, coach, and intuitive Celeste Brooks. My purpose is to provide practical, unique, and insightful guidance to help you navigate the energies of the week like a boss. Hello, this is Celeste of Astrology by Celeste, and on this episode, I will discuss the astrology for the week of July 3rd. This week's theme is Declaring Independence. Instead of an oracle card, I'm choosing a song to represent this theme. It's Independent Women by Destiny's Child, and I encourage you to go to YouTube and watch the video because it was the theme song for Charlie's Angels, and it's just a great video to remind ourselves that we are independent, we do have our own power, that we can be autonomous individuals, and I think that's crucial to just keep in mind, despite the chaos that's going on around us this week, that yes, we can stand in our own power, truth, and independence. There are three big things I'd like you to contemplate this week. The first is that Monday is July 4th in the United States, and it's a national holiday where we celebrate our independence. And so when it falls on a Monday like this, people have the whole weekend to party. Part of the festivities are often fireworks shows, and some people like to have their own independent fireworks show. So just be mindful of your safety. Mars, the planet of action and assertion, is in one of its home signs of Aries. Aries is a fire sign, so there's really an ability to take very direct action with this. And Mars is in a tense and activating square with Pluto. And Pluto is considered the higher octave of Mars. Both of these planets are very primal and suggesting people can act out of instinct. And Pluto is associated with like, catastrophes and devastations, breaking things down. It's a planet of transformation, but this square is notorious for being associated with violence. And so I really want to caution you to be very cognizant of your safety as well as your emotions. And Mercury, the planet of communication, is in one of its home signs of Gemini. So really able to like very quickly and swiftly, you know, just pop off with witty things or funny jokes. It could be like something that brings a lot of fun to a party or event. But Mercury is still separating from the square with Neptune. Neptune is also in a sign of its home in the sign of Pisces, where it can really do what it likes to do, which is to cause illusions and delusions, which can lead to confusion. So really be mindful. There can be misunderstandings where someone says something and it's different than what someone heard, or there just can be confusion and and misunderstandings. And then that Mars square Pluto can lead people to take action. And it can just be a really nasty, nasty verbal fight, or it could be, you know, something that leads to people getting violent. So just be aware that that is going on. There also could be accidents with fireworks and fire. 
the West Coast, several of the states out here are in drought. So yeah, here's just hoping everyone stays safe and cooler heads prevail during this weekend. And another reason I'm really concerned about it is because Roe versus Wade was overturned recently. And so emotions are running very high for people who don't know. Roe versus Wade is the law that in the United States protected women's ability to have an abortion if desired. There is a lot of anger and outrage at the loss of rights. And you can check out my Instagram feed on the day that it happened, which was June 24th. I had a special report where I talked about the astrology of Roe versus Wade, the chart where it was overturned, and you might find that interesting. The charts are also posted on my Instagram feed. The next thing I want to bring your attention to is that both Mars and Mercury will be at the last anoretic degree of their respective signs on Monday. And that last degree of each sign is very important because it's like all the energy of the sign is held within the planet and like there's an urge to express it. And Mars is in Aries, a fire sign, and Mercury is in Gemini, an air sign. Fire and air signs are both yang. They push the energy outward. Earth and water signs are yin. There is more of an internal nature to the signs and the energy. So horary astrology is one of the techniques I practice. It's called the astrology of the hour And someone asks a question. And once the astrologer understands the question, the question is born. And the astrologer casts a chart. And the planets, the signs they're in, which other planets they're talking to, the speed they're moving, the houses they're in, gives insight into the people involved in the question, what happened recently, and what's most likely to happen next. It is an awe-inspiring Technique. If interested, you can check out my services page. If you have a serious question that you're really struggling with, it also can help find missing items. Anyway, at the last degrees of all the signs, the terms and bounds of the signs, the planet will be reporting into the malefics, Mars or Saturn. So it's not as important as dignity, but it gives a flavor to what's going on. And the last degrees of Aries are ruled by Saturn and Gemini ruled by Mars. So essentially, Mercury can take on a more aggressive tone and people may be speaking in a more forceful way or making jokes that have a kind of nasty edge to them. And yeah, words could just turn into violence. Now, to use this energy on a positive way, You may come up with a great idea as Mercury moves to the last degrees of the sign of Gemini and have the determination with Mars reporting into Saturn's term to put your goals into action. So you can use this energy very positively. It also could be you're at a party. There's a meet cute. It can get sexy and flirty really fast, and it could be a lot, lot, lot of fun. Now, just watch out for impulsivity, and so you don't, uh, 
you know, wind up with someone that you put on some beer goggles with and it was like, uh uh-oh, on Tuesday. The last thing I want to bring your attention to is that we're going to have a first quarter moon. At the first quarter moon, the moon moves 90 degrees ahead of the sun. So they're in a square formation. It is activating and it's a time where people take action. The sun will be at 14 degrees of Cancer and the moon at 14 degrees of Libra. These are both cardinal signs, initiating signs. So there's an extra push to take action. So you want to look back at the goals you set at the new moon in Cancer and review them with honesty. Did you take on too much? Are you keeping up the pace with what you set forth? Do you need to pare things down a little bit or speed things up a little bit. Yeah, you can just really do some reviewing, assessing, and moving forward. Now, the sun will be on the fixed star Sirius, and Sirius is the brightest star in the sky. The USA sun is actually on the star of Sirius. Obviously, it's our birthday. Sirius is often called the dog star because it's in the constellation Canis Minor. It's known as the Shining One and the Scorcher. It can give honor, renown, wealth, and other positive things to people who are born with their personal planets associated with the star. So that would be having your personal planet conjunct, or I would look to two degrees on either side. Obviously, the closer, the better. Now, the Scorcher part of it can also be someone who holds a lot of passion, and resentment. But oftentimes it gives people success in business. It also is supposed to give a danger of dog bites, although I've never talked to anyone who has serious with a dog bite problem. But yeah, Astrology King on Google or the internet, whatever you call it, has a great write-up about all of the fixed stars, and this one is included. The Egyptians also have a very positive connotation when it comes to the star. They call it the Nile star. It's connected to the rise of the river. Also great and sacred deeds. So watch the news this week or in your own life. If you see anyone doing something that is considered in their mind or other people's minds, something that is great and sacred. This is a great day for someone to be born. They could be a real change maker. And there could be some success in business for you this week if your chart is activated by this first quarter moon. On Sunday, the word of the day is passionate. The planet Pluto is playing a key role today. So when Pluto's involved, things can get a little intense. So I want you to consider how you have a choice whether or not you want to have a great day, hopefully. Hopefully someone else is not going to try to steal your sunshine. It's a wonderful reminder of how we ourselves have high road and low road choices to use the energy. This is a great day for planning but you also can use the energy for getting into heated arguments. The moon moves from Leo to Virgo at 5.30 a.m. Pacific time. So on the high road, Virgo moons, I love them. They are great times for planning this earth energy. 
is really particular about being able to separate the wheat from the chaff, the good from the not needed. So decluttering is a wonderful thing to do with this energy. Or making like a beautiful meal where, you know, you're really considering which ingredients you're using, using the best of ingredients to make it taste really well and be somewhat healthy, although it's the July 4th weekend, so, you know, you can just eat party food. Now, on the shadow side, you can use this energy to be critical or sarcastic, and that can lead to unpleasantness. Venus in Gemini is sesquiquadrate Pluto, so that's a stressful action that can bring about difficulties in relationships. Mercury in Gemini is also kink unks Pluto, another stressful aspect. It's an adjustment energy. They're both at 27 degrees, you know, near the end of the sign. So yeah, someone may try to assert power or authority over someone else. So just be aware that's a potential and yeah, do your best to have a wonderful day and use that passion for fun and sexy time. On Monday, the word of the day is turbulent. The moon is still in the mutable sign, the mutable earth energy of Virgo. Mutable energy is, you know, a little bit unstable. And the moon will square Venus and sesquiquadrate Mars. So these are both stressful, intense aspects. Venus around relationships, Mars about taking action. I already talked about, you know, how Mercury and Mars are at the last degrees of their sign, so they really may be some acting out. Mars enters the sign of Taurus at 11.03 p.m., and I like Mars and Taurus, even though it's technically in detriment, because it can give you the energy to do hard things, to just stick with it, you know, to be really stubborn about getting what you want. And if you're taking action, that can be a good thing if you're trying to get something done that will be beneficial in the long run. Mercury enters the sign of cancer at 11.24 p.m., Zero degrees cancer is a world point. So again, this can bring some news about mercury topics and mercury and cancer speaking out of emotion. Someone could make a very passionate speech with that. Mercury and Mars will sextile at 11.36 p.m. This is a soft aspect where there is an ease and flow between two signs that are now in yin energies. Taurus is yin earth, cancer yin water. Now on the shadow side, this could be someone says something out of emotion and gets punched in the face. So yeah, just keep that in mind with, you know, all the parting in the U.S. that's going on potentially on this day. On Tuesday, the word of the day is balance. The moon will enter Libra at 3.24 p.m. Pacific time. This air sign is represented by the scales, so there may be a desire for bringing harmony. Keep your wig on straight and stay unbothered if anyone messes with you. Venus is in a semi-square with Mars, so there may be some tension between people. Notice if you have feelings of jealousy or envy for someone else's possessions is a good thing to do with this energy. Just be the observer. Yeah, the sun is contra-parallel Pluto, so that can stir up or put a spotlight on, 
you know, being desirous or covetous or see if you notice other people doing so. On Wednesday, the word of the day is sanctified. The sun is on the fixed star Sirius. It's also on the asteroid Lilith, which speaks to women who will not be subservient, which I love. So you can think about with the sun on Sirius, how can you find the sacred in the mundane of everyday rituals? Venus is also sextiling Chiron, Venus and Gemini, Chiron and Aries, both at 16 degrees. This can be healing. So think about when you take care of your partner, your children, your pets, your job, your responsibilities, that there is some sacredness to these everyday tasks and rituals that you do for people, as well as for yourself. Mercury is semi-square Uranus, so this can be a great awakening mentally about something. So I really love this day. I love the word sanctified for this day. The first quarter moon is at 14 degrees of Libra at 7.13 p.m. Pacific time. So get out and go see the first quarter moon. It will look like a half moon in the sky. You will see the the hard edge on one side. I find that it's helpful to see the planets to really connect in with their energies. On Thursday, the word of the day is unbothered. The moon is still in the air sign of Libra, and it's often associated with detachment, the sign of Libra, as well as Aquarius. But I'm going to use this energy, consider this energy to be unbothered. Mercury is semi-square. The north node is a destiny point. It's a great day if you're in sales or have your own business for prospecting. You could set up a meeting with a client that you've been chasing, or that can really help pull you forward on your way to some success. Now, Mercury's also conjunct the asteroid Sisyphus. And the myth of Sisyphus is that he would push a rock up to the top of the hill every day. This was a punishment from the gods. This is Greek mythology. And then once he got to the top, it would roll back down. Then he'd push it up again, roll back down. So watch out for frustration during this day and try to remain calm and unbothered if you do come up against it. The moon will enter Scorpio at 10.14 p.m. Pacific time. Scorpio is an intense water sign. So your dreams may have a, you know, a significant intensity to them. So they may be sexual or powerful in some other way. On Friday, the word of the day is composure. Because people could be very emotional. Do not let anyone knock your crown off. There's this intense Scorpio moon and the sun in Cancer will square Chiron in Aries. Chiron is the wounded healer. It's at 16 Aries. The sun is at 16 Cancer on this day. So people can act out of emotions. Mercury, also in the sign of Cancer, is going to square Jupiter and Aries at eight degrees. So this, again, can be people speaking or thinking emotionally, and Jupiter makes everything bigger. So something could just get blown out of proportion. 
You can use this energy to really recognize or have the words Mercury to some intense hurt feelings, the sun in Cancer and Chiron in Aries, but someone else may blow their top and we are going to stay composed and we may need to extend grace and compassion. Everyone is under some measure of stress around this time. It's just been so much volatility in the world in general. So yeah, you may just need to extend someone grace or yourself if you have a little bit of a a meltdown. Remember in the fixed signs, when the moon is in the fixed signs and the moon is in the fixed sign of Scorpio, we really work to not break down, but to break through. On Saturday, the word of the day is adventurous. The moon will square the north and south node. Who knows, you could meet someone who is important to help you on your way. Now, Mercury will semi-square Saturn. They could be a long-term friend. Also, with this energy, you know, don't say anything mean to yourself or others. Venus in Gemini is going to quintile Jupiter and Aries. These are both Yang signs. Venus and Jupiter are the benefics. So you could have a lot of fun on this day. So that's it for this week's episode. Feel free to email me at celeste at astrologybyceleste.com with any astrology and action stories about what I talked about this episode. Or let me know how the daily themes are playing out for you. Take care and I'll catch you next week. Thank you for listening to Celestial Insights. To learn more about my work, please visit my website, astrologybyceleste.com, where I offer personal readings, horary consultations, cosmic coaching, group events, and classes to help guide people to higher levels of fulfillment. You can also find me on Instagram, YouTube, TikTok, and Facebook at Astrology by Celeste. If you enjoyed Celestial Insights, Please help others find the show. Follow, rate it five stars, or write a nice review. I would so appreciate it. I'm astrologer, coach, and intuitive Celeste Brooks, and I'll be back next week. 